Blog Talk Radio.
take time out to hear what God is saying. Blog talk is finished. Playing his music. It's getting ready to uh, receive the speaker. As we are getting ready to receive the speaker, she said 10 minutes, so I have about four more minutes to just speak. I just want to ask you while you're listening to the word on tonight, open your heart, open your ears, open your spirit to receive what God is saying. Because when God says something, that means he's moving by the spirit. That means he's moving because he wants you to hear what he has to say. So we're not going to have any excuses that he's going to accept. We may have some excuses that we try to put out there. But if you just allow God to be God, I hope you heard. If you just allow God to be God in your life, be God over everything concerning you, and you stop trying to fix it. Allow God to fix it. Therefore, if God fixes it, you don't have to worry about it being unfixed. Or should I put it like that? Because when God fixes something, you better believe it's done. Because he said that when he opened the door, no man can shed it. When he closed the door, no man can open it. So what you have to do is allow God to be God. As my sister Apostle Elect always said, we have to learn how to accept what God allows. And once we accept what God allows, we are, how do they say, um, we are responsible for that. Because when you accept what God allows, that means that even though I, I'm going to just say it. I may not agree with it or the way it happened, but, God, I know you know what's best. Like in this season of the loss of our sister, the way it happened, every time I think about it and talk about it, I tear up because I wasn't there to help. I wasn't there to prevent or protect. I'm not saying I could, but you know how we think we're human. <clears throat> we think we have supernatural powers. But we have to just come to the conclusion, God, I have to accept what you allow. Now, I'm not saying I, I don't, I'm not brokenhearted. Yes, I am. But I have to trust God through it all. And that's what I'm saying to you all. No matter what we go through, no matter what's happening, we have to accept what God has allowed. We have to just uh Allow us to take our pain to to God and and say to Him, still hurting. No, it didn't. It's not nothing that's going to go away like that. But it is something that we could take to God and say, God, I still need you at this time. Thank you, Minister Margo. No, God was there. Because one thing I do know, my sister, Sheila, I always say, I'm saved. I know how to pray. I love the Lord. God, teach me. God knows me. I know she made it in. So um, it's 12 o'clock after 8. Not 12 o'clock, but 12 minutes after 8. Um, Dr. Wright says that she will be ready in 10 minutes. It has been 10 minutes. So let's pause and get ready. Get your pens, papers, pencils, and pads, and your words. See. I got my word. I got my word. I got my word. Get prepared to hear what the woman of God has to say because I'm telling you, if you open your ears, I ask God in a prayer, give us ears to hear. If you open your ears and your heart and your spirit, somebody's going to get blessed tonight because this powerful woman of God has a word that's going to break some things off of us, that's going to break some things in us, that's going to release the misery that we're carrying around. So I'm going to say right now, I know she's ready. I know she's ready. Dr. Wright, it's in your hands. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now. God, you've always been so faithful to us. Your word says when we are not faithful, you remain faithful, and we thank you for it. God, in this moment, we open our hearts to receive the truth of your word that liberates the truth of your word that delivers us 
and makes us free. We thank you, Father, that whom the Son of God has set free is free indeed. And so, God, as we walk into this time of listening, of learning, of yielding, that your word will be deposited in our hearts and bring forth the fruit of right living, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, that your kingdom and your kings and the king's agenda would be advanced in and through us. We thank you right now, God, that everything that would hold us, everything that would seek to hinder us, God, we confront it and we enforce the kingdom against it. God, we make our declarations and we speak because we believe. We believe in who you have already declared you are. We make our declarations, our petitions before you. We declare your word, God, back to you, and you said that you would hasten to perform it. So, God, as we enter into this time collectively, those that will listen live and those that will listen to the archive, God, we thank you right now that you are there, God, to be everything that we have ever needed, God, to satisfy, God, those empty places, to instill in us your authority and dominion, and that you would always get the glory. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for this and all things in Jesus' name. We have thanked God for all of those that are listening and for this opportunity to share with the whole wide world what the King has released. We thank God for those that man this platform with faithfulness and diligence, uh, that their diligence will be returned back to them as a harvest of fruit that will continue to yield. We thank you for that that you have placed on those things that concern them, God, those issues that our hearts cannot even utter, we thank you, God, that your anointing and your grace has been released, God, for them, especially for their commitment and faithfulness to this assignment. If you would turn with me to Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, um, we are going to look at Isaiah 43, starting at verse 10, Isaiah 43. I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible. Pick your favorite, favorite version. Ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate the revelation of the word and read away. I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible. We're going to be in Isaiah 43, verse 10, and we'll go from there. Isaiah 43, verse 10. Um, the, in this scripture, when we meet this prophetic utterance, God is... Um, comforting the Israelites that have now been captured um, by the northern kingdom. There was a split in the kingdom, and they had been captured, and they were then in exile. And in exile, meaning that they had been captured, there was a, a battle for the land, for the economy, for the politics, for the religious values. They were captured and taken by the winning side. This is when North, the northern and southern, um, the, the, the 12 tribes of Israel had broken into 10 and 2, where the tribes of Judah continued to want to serve God, the true and living God, and the other 10 tribes began to serve false and idol gods. But in their exile... Once they were captured, when they had lost, they were in exile, and they then lost their religious freedom. And they had to worship the idol gods, and they began to lament and cry out to God. And in Isaiah 43, this is the prophetic utterance to those people that were exiled. These are God's people that are now in exile, and him declaring to them, making these prophetic declarations through Isaiah to those people. Open up the um, chapter, we're going to start in verse 10 with that in mind. Why this is so important is because even in our current day, um, even in our current day, you can hear uh, the rumbling of a, le- of a level of awareness that there are many changes happening in our culture in North America. There are many changes that are on the brink of happening. Will this person um, be able to regain political office? Will this person be able to make good on the promises? Will this um, agency be able to deliver the goods and services in the capacity that it it was able to? Will these businesses be able to stay in business? Um, We are in a definitional recession in North America in that there are sequential quarters where uh, our 
GMT was in the negative, right? And so there's been a, a rumbling of concern around the 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 um, the future of uh, North America as a nation and its individual people, right? The, the, the issues, the social service issues, the issues of the people in the nation, individually, collectively, state by state. We've had new uh, federal legislation that's impacting each state individually. You still have rumblings amongst the states themselves. So there are many shiftings and many, many paradigms that are moving across North America that are causing many concerns in, in finance, in religious freedom, in politics, education. There is no area of our, of our living that is not being impacted. And clearly, we understand that this goes across the whole wide world. So this does not mean that, that God is the God only of North America because the power that this nation has been established on is now of interest to the international community. Everybody from the world is watching what's happening to North America because of her historic place in power, her historic place in favor, her historic place in all of these areas that she has taken the lead in is now on the cusp of what could be a change that the globe has never seen. With that in mind, we are going to go into these scriptures and look at what God would have us to understand about whatever changes we are to face in the upcoming future, whether they're private, personal changes, whether they are local changes, state changes, county changes, regional changes, um, physical changes, psychological changes, whatever change that we may face, international changes, changes as a national changes, whatever changes we will face, we will look then with that view as to these scriptures. Because, somebody say with me, change is coming. Hallelujah. Because change is coming. And so in verse 10, we're in Isaiah 43, verse 10, he says, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know me, believe me, remain steadfast, and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. And it is so critical that as change approaches, we are almost halfway done. As as change approaches, no matter what the change is, no matter if it goes perfectly aligned with everything you expected or if change comes and nothing that is happening is anything you expected. If you are in a season of prosperity and you are gaining and you are making strides at a, at a rate you had never expected, or if you are taking sequential losses in a way that, that your devastation seems imminent, verse 10 is here to let us know that for the changes that are coming, because even if you are in the midst of change, rest assured, dramatic change is coming. Dramatic change, it will touch every life of everybody on this globe. Somebody say change is coming. But for the kingdom believer, we are to know that we are his witnesses. We are those that are chosen to remain, the Bible says, steadfast in me. We have to preset our minds that before that relationship dissolves, before that argument ensues, before that job is gained or lost, before the next set of changes, that we will remain steadfast in him. You have got to remain steadfast. We've got to know in whom we have believed. We have got to place our feet on a rock and be unwilling to be moved. Somebody say remain steadfast. We have got to know who we are in him. We are his servants. We are the chosen ones. This can no longer be up for debate. This can no longer be based on life. It cannot be driven by social media or what your family has said. Woman of God, you have got to know you are chosen. Sir, you have got to know you are chosen. You are chosen for this hour, for this time, for this day. You have got to walk in an authority and a dominion that represents that you know that you are 
prepared to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We have got to get to a place where we're no longer seeking the affirmation of those who will become very evidently lost and in need of the God that we serve. We must remain steadfast. We must remain steadfast. We must remain steadfast. God has chosen us. If you are in the kingdom, if you are one of those whose heart is resonating with the call of God tonight, you have got to understand God is counting on you. Nations are counting on you. People's lives, their lineages are counting on you to remain steadfast. If there is any place where the adversary is able to cause you to doubt, if he's able to back you up into a corner, I, if I were you and if I am me, I am rushing to have those places filled and sealed with the word of truth because he has chosen us in this hour, somebody say, to remain steadfast. There is a time coming. And you don't always see the thing about, the, the, about prophetic words is that even the prophets, even Isaiah, only knew in part. It does not mean that something catastrophic is coming. It is always not always mean something catastrophic similarly. It does not always mean something amazingly wonderful. It means whatever the next changes show up in your life, be prepared to remain steadfast. It doesn't it doesn't matter if it's with a, a child or a loved one or a sibling or a parent or a supervisor or role or the, remain steadfast. Whatever the option to take is the one where you remain uncompromisingly locked into the promises of your God. Remain unmovable. That is the choice to make. That is where the providence of God will break forth. That is the path of destiny because remaining steadfast is going to become the narrow way. My God in heaven. There is going to a way that is going to seem right. But God is telling us tonight, remain steadfast. Know that I have chosen you for this time. I have chosen you for this increase. I have chosen you for this strategy. I have chosen you for this, for to be uplifted in this moment. I have chosen you to stand out, remain steadfast. He says, and understand that I am he. And before me, there was no God formed. There has got to be a level of insight and understanding that, that, that God is going to give access of this grace to his people, and we would not have time to miss it. For he is calling on us to remain steadfast. And in their, in their exile position, in their difficulty, these are the same things he was saying to them. Listen, no matter what you are going through, no matter what the situation Remain steadfast. Remain in a position that you know who I am. And then verse 11, he then switches from telling them who they are to telling them who he is. He says in verse 11, for I am the Lord. In verse 12, he says, for I am God, and that you would know that I am God. Verse 13, he says, that you, and, and from this day forth, you will know that I am he. And he keeps going and telling them for the next seven verses who he is, who he is emphatically, who he is in first person. I am he. I am the God that was made the form any God was made. I am that God. He goes back to the mystery of who he is, the undefinable, the unsearchable. That's why God keeps emphasizing, don't lock your mind into saying that the change is going to be bad or the change is going to be good or this is what's going to, we don't know what's going to happen, but we do know the God that we serve. We know that we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We serve the immutable God the undefinable God, the I am, that I am God. We must be refreshed and renewed in exactly who God is because he is the God where nothing is impossible. He is the God where elevation overnight is not impossible. He is the God that can turn a situation in a complete 180 direction in a 24-hour window, that he is undefinable. He is unsearchable. He is the God that does miracles. He is the God that provides. He is the God that sets forth. He is the God that knows the way that we take. 
He is that God. And he goes on for the next five or six verses telling them that I am that God. I am he. I am undefinable. Don't let anybody box me in. Don't let your emotions box me in. Don't let the elevation, don't let how quickly things turn around box me in. Don't let the devastation, don't let the desperation, don't let the frustration, don't let the celebration, don't let anything box me in. Hallelujah, glory to God. Sometimes when things are very, very bad, then we get boxed in into a place that God can only rescue us from bad. But God doesn't want us to let anything box him in. Don't think that if God triples your income in one week, he can't triple it again that next day. Don't let anything box him in. We have got to begin to listen for the voice of God that's undefinable, that's immutable, that is unsearchable. Hallelujah. That we go into those places where we find him and worship, where we find him and sit face to face and we hear him speak the revelation and the mystery of the kingdom to us that we would know him in this next hour. We've got to know who we are, that we have chosen. Number two, we've got to know our God. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. For the season that is coming, hallelujah, will 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 give us an opportunity. There will be a temptation to box God in, hallelujah. But God is admonishing us that know that He is the God that was formed before any other. That He is the God that is undefinable. That He is the God that defy. That is the only God can defy the processes that He puts in place. Those are called miracles, that he is that God, that he should not be limited, not by many or by few, that he is the God that is sovereign. Hallelujah. Glory to his name, that we've got to know who we are. We've got to remain steadfast. And number two, we've got to know our God. If you look then, hallelujah, glory to his name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you look, however, in verse 16, thank you, Father, hallelujah, he then says, thus says the Lord. Now, in in, in verse 10, he talked about us and who we were. Verse 11 through 15, he began to speak first person, saying who he was, and to call us into the remembrance of exactly who he was. But then he makes a very marked turn from that conversation in verse 16 and verse 17, because he begins to speak of himself in the third person. And he begins to then tell them, listen, in addition to knowing who I am, also remember who I have been to you. Hallelujah. Because these Israelites that were in exile, exile were the descendants of the children of Israel who he liberated um, from Pharaoh. These were their descendants. And, 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 and what's highlighted here is that even though, hallelujah, glory to God, even though the, as a descendant of that very group, they had become idolaters, which is how they end up being captured and then exiled back to these idolatrous um, tribal members, he still wants them to remember who he had been to their lineage. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God said, listen, no matter what, no matter, no matter whether you did it, no matter whether you didn't do it, no matter whether this is good, no matter whether this is not looking good, no matter whether this is looking wonderful, you still need to know who you are. You still need to know who I am. And now in verse 16 and 17, I want you to also hinge your confidence on who I have been to you and your lineage. Because sometimes we are looking back and saying, well, because of what happened to them, then I don't know if this is going to happen to me. 
sometimes we do not use the history that we have with God to have us gain confidence when situations are not the way we expect them to be. Sometimes we don't look at the history of who God's been to people we know. We don't look at the history of who God's who God's been to people we've seen. We don't look at the history of who God's already proven himself to be to give us confidence in the situation we're currently in. Because sometimes things can be so difficult, so overwhelming, so 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 challenging to navigate that we don't realize we have a whole history with God. We have it in what he's done for our family, what he's done for our sister, what he's done for our neighbor. He says that I am the God that will bring forth a chariot and a horse and an army and drown them in your presence. He says, and they'll be extinguished. So so I don't I don't care how challenging this may get. I don't care how difficult this assignment looks. I don't care how much this elevation now requires of you and, and, and you've been promoted even to a directorship and, and you've been promoted to supervisor and you feel overwhelmed or, or the relationship that you've always dreamed about has come to fruition and you feel discombobulated and you say, God, now that I have what I asked for, how do I navigate? You've given me these children that I've prayed for. God, teach me how to raise them, that this, this situation, I'm standing against the adversary of sexism or racism or bigotry or bias. God, tell me how to navigate it. He says, listen, I'm the God that will have have that situation and its difficulty come right in front of you and drown them. He said, I extinguish them. I extinguish the difficulty that Pharaoh's army presented. I extinguished the, the, the concern. I extinguished it right in front of the face of your, of your, uh, of, of your, the people in your lineage. The, the historically, you have seen me dig you out of difficulty. You have seen me get you out of things that only I could have gotten you out of. You have seen me defy doctor's reports. You have seen me done the miraculous. You have seen me rescue people from mental disease. From You have seen me rescue marriages. You have seen me turn children around. He said, I am that same God. Even if it hasn't happened to you directly, let me let you know that I am not just all those things present tense, I am that historically. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He says, I speak to you about who I am in the present tense. And even in the history of who I am, I am still that same God. If you cannot find it within within you to, to reference me in the present of who I am, think about who I've been. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sometimes we've got to rely on the history of God. Sometimes the present is too agonizing, but we can still go back to who we know what God to have been. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sometimes the present day has too much pain in it, has too much sorrow, has too much injustice, has too much unfairness, has too much betrayal, but you can still remember who God was, and that'll give you the confidence to get through. That There's a place where God wants us to know who we are, that we're the chosen ones who he is in the first person, that I am he, and there is no other God before me. And he also gives us the resource of knowing who he has been historically. And when he comes to tell these people of the promise that he is planning to give them, he says this in verse 18. He says, but do not remember the former things. Oh, my God, I thank you. And I know, I know, I did the exact same thing. You said, wait a minute, God, now you just told me if I get in a tight, remember who you've been, and then the one direct instruction after that, you said, do not remember. Hallelujah. But somebody said, you got to remember right. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. See, if, if, if we're going to remember the historic God, the, the, those examples that he's been, the people that he's delivered, those he set free, how he's got us out of situation, out of situation after situation, how he's graced us with his mercy. Somebody say, you've got to remember right. You've got to remember right. We, we, we've got to remember who God really is. See, what I have noticed is that there are people that have gone into the scripture, they have created a, a, a perception and an imagery of God, and then they reflect on that God in a way that spins them back around in bondage. Hallelujah. For they, first they decided that God is responsible for every evil thing that has ever happened on the earth. They have dismissed the fact that God has given people free will. They set that up in their in their understanding, and then they continue to remember every bad thing that has happened and assign it and assign it falsely to our God. Because even though God has given us to remember him in his awesomeness to deliver us, to remember him as a God that provides, to remember him as the God of peace, to remember him as the God of love, to remember him as the redeemer and the savior. He then says in the next verse, but you've got to remember right. Hallelujah. You you can't go back and remember and reminisce about situations where you were captive and wouldn't re- and would not decide to come out and then uh, and then assign that to me. You've got to remember when I told you don't go. You've got to remember when I gave you instruction and you didn't follow them. Somebody say he just wants us to, to remember right. It is so key to those three previous instructions that we remember correctly, that we remember that he's a good father, that we remember that he has given us instructions, that he has given us a way out, that he is the way. We've got to remember things correctly. We cannot let, hallelujah, the culture that has been contaminated with idolatry, the culture that has been contaminated with sick selfishness, with toxic self-engrandizement to to contaminate anything about how we remember our God. God is not a God that would leave you without an answer. He would not leave us without provision. He would not leave us without a way out. He would not leave us without his presence. He would not leave us without his word. He would not leave us without his truth. He said, I would never forsake you, and I would never leave you. Hallelujah. And if we are willing to remember him and to, to worship him in spirit and in truth. If we are willing to value who he has established us to be in the earth, if we are willing to remember with 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 the clarity and an understanding, then we will be those that will that will prosper. We will be those that will benefit from the king's advancement. We will be those that will stand as a place of resource for what shall soon come upon the earth. We will be those that will remain steadfast, unmovable, and continue to abound in the work of the Lord. We will be those that will be rescued. We will be those with witty inventions and creative ideas. We will be those that children walk in the inheritance of the Lord. We've got to make sure, hallelujah, that we remember right. Remember who God really is. Remember him as redeemer. Remember him as healer. Remember him as God. God, remember him as Savior. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for what you have released unto us tonight. For whatever shall come upon this earth, that we shall not be consumed. That you are the God that preserves. And you have let us know that we should remain steadfast. That we should remain uncompromising. That we, we, that we are those that have been chosen by you and that you are the God that that is the I am, that you are still the immutable God, that you are still the God to be reverenced, that you are still the God that is a mystery to those that don't know you, that you are undefinable and unsearchable, that you are prepared to be a rescue for your people. You have even let us know that in any situation that becomes difficult, that we also have the history of who you have been, for you are the same God yesterday, today, 
and forever. Hallelujah. And God, we then receive the admonishment to be sure that we remember correctly, that we remember, God, the goodness of, of you, who you are. We remember, God, the grace that you bestow upon us. We remember, God, that you want for us all good things. Hallelujah. God, that you have given us salvation and redemption. You have given us authority and dominion. God, we remember, God, that you have made provision. We remember all the times that you have liberated us and set us free. We remember, God, and we remember right. We won't remember and reminisce to a place where we become weakened emotionally, where we become crippled by circumstance, where we become victims, oh God, to to delusions and false memories, where we embrace the narrative of this culture, but we remember, oh God, with clarity and understanding that shall bring us to revelation and victory, and we give you praise and glory for it, oh God, in Jesus' name. Woman of God, is back to you. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Dr. Wright, for the word on tonight. It was powerful. It was well needed, and it was well received. I received the word on tonight. We serve a God that's the same today as he was yesterday and will be forever. We must remember to stay steadfast. Ah, We must remember to be unmovable. We must remember, he said, I am he. When we pray and we go to God and we say, God, I need you. God, I need your love. I need your protection. I need your healing. When we go to God, we go to God as though we know he is he. We got to remember that we can rely on God. We got to remember who God is. I don't know what some of you all believe. I don't know what a lot of you all believe. But I believe that God is the one and only. I believe that God has been the God of my salvation, the God of my healing, God of my breakthrough. Even with what's uh, going on with my health right now, I trust and believe God. I, I know that a lot of things you can't share with people because people will play like they're praying. People with P-R-E-Y praying on you. They want P-R-A-Y. But for those that know me and that really have a relationship with God, God has put me on your mind and in a lot of you all heart. Pray. And as I go through and I go through, I remember he is God. And when he tells me to stay fast and stay on my face and pray for others, I do just that. I don't have time to compare, compete, or try to convince you about my God. But his words say, I am he. As she said, I, I got to look at it again for myself. Uh, I turned back to our main scripture uh, in 33, but I want to go back to Isaiah 43. I like what she said. He said in verse 18, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. This is King James Version. For 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and the rivers and the desert. See, that's the type of God I serve. Because from Genesis to Revelation, the God I serve has taught me he is he. There's no other way without him. So the lines are open right now for those that have any comments to say on blog talk and for those that's on Facebook. Uh, Dr. Wright, I did um, uh, do what you asked me to do. I broadcasted on Facebook through my page. So if you get a chance, please go on my page to read your comments. You have several of them. But if anybody on Blog Talk has anything to say right now, please go ahead. The lines are open. Okay, I'm assuming that those that's on blog talk is caught up if the word right now. Hello, this is Cecilia. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. 
Dr. Wright. Wow. Uh, that word was definitely a, a great word, and it was a word that um, provoked us to think about the things that God has told us to do. And I thank you for obeying God, and I thank you for just you, you truly, truly preach the word of God, and I appreciate you so very much. And um, if I could just say anything to encourage you, it would be that was a meal that was well served, and it had every category that I needed it. So I, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, and um, keep obeying God. I love you, sis. Amen. The woman of God told the other woman of God there was a meal well served. So as they said in the restaurant, compliments to the cook. (laughs) Yes, I thank God for the word on tonight. Is there anyone else on Facebook would like to type in something or anyone on Blog Talk would like to speak at this time? Please do so at this time. Okay, so, uh, woman. Hello? Yes, hello? Uh, Hi, this is uh, Mother Tony from uh, Dallas. And I just want to encourage the the woman of God to continue to follow what the Spirit is giving her to do. I really um, was encouraged this evening to just to rely, uh, as she talked about, that we can rely on history of God, but not to hold on to it. So it doesn't get into our way. So she said, remember right. And uh, just uh, a a word of wisdom there to to acknowledge what was being said in Isaiah and uh, how important it is for us not to be captured by the culture she talked about and not to be conformed to the likeness of the culture, but to understand who God is, who we are, what he's done, but then to prepare for what he has for us. So I just want to um, to tell the woman of God to keep on keeping on. Thank you so much for your work. Thank you so much from your comments from Texas. All right, so we have had comments from Texas, from Washington, and let's go on. We know it's a delay in the line uh, with Blog Talk as well as Facebook because the blog talk is a digital line. If there's anyone else at this time, please speak up. I I like the fact that Mother Tony said it in in such a great way also um, to remember right. So, you know, a lot of times people will say they want to contradict no. He said, remember his history, but remember right. He, he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. I love the way Dr. Wright really broke that down for us to know that God is not asleep. He's still on the throne, and he's still doing what he said. His promises are yea and amen. I thank God for his word. Is there anyone else on blog talk. I'm just excited. I just want to, oh, God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. So we are so happy that you all joined us on tonight, on this Monday night. We could have been doing anything, but I just want to thank all the viewers on Facebook, all the listeners on Blog Talk, and those of you all that would see it and the rebroadcast it on Facebook and that would listen to it again in the archives on Blog Talk. We are so excited with what God is doing with Smile 3E, Iron Shopping, Iron Ministries, through Blog Talk India, Facebook. We are just excited about each and every minister 
each and every pastor, missionary, uh, prophet. We just apostle. We just uh, we excited about what God is doing with our ministry, and we are excited about when people hear the word and they apply the word to their lives. Like I said earlier, we don't just give you the word. We give you scriptures to go back. And if you have an issue with anything, before you try to blame the speaker, take it to God in prayer. Make sure you listen to the right God. The woman of God taught on the night, he is the God that said, I am he. Make sure you're listening to the right God because you can miss something somewhere down the line. And uh, we're just excited. I would like to tell you our foundation of scripture, which is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We um, look forward to this Friday will be my Friday to minister at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to see what the Lord has for us to bring forth on this Friday. We also um, would like for you to join us. We would like for you to share because you, sh- you can share fights and other stuff like that on Facebook. But why not share something that's going to give life, provide life, and help grant life? It's nothing wrong with sharing God posting, the postings about God. It's nothing wrong with that. Help somebody out. This Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, our very own Apostle Dr. Cecilia Kaiser and Minister Margot McCord and Minister Brandon Kaiser will be bringing forth the word for Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron Blog Talk Radio. The program is called Let's Talk. So please tune in on your way to church, from church, or just listening to be in a church service, which I tell a lot of people, a lot of times, um, day at times, you can get the word of God through social media, through TV, radio. You can get the word of God. There's no excuse. So please tune in. Next Monday is the second Monday. That is Servant Pastor Troy Thomas. Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is next Monday. Please share all postings. I'll follow my page to get the postings of what minister or who's going to be ministering on different nights. We're praying and asking God to give us more nights to bring forth the word because I remember when I was in the world, we found the, we found the party to go through every night. Now I'm saying, okay, Lord, let us find a reason to give your word every night. And that's all I'm asking God for is more participation from the body of Christ. Okay? Now, saying I, I will accept anybody because anybody that comes to me to, to talk about ministering, I will be taking it to the overseer of this program, and we will definitely pray about it, and we will listen to hear what God has to say because this is a format of life-giving words, rivers of running living water, fountains of running living water. We're talking about the word that gives life, not your view, your way, but it's God's way because it's God's ministry. So whoever needs to hear that, hear it. I prayed earlier for us to have ears to hear what the Spirit of God was saying to us, and the woman of God preached tonight. The if I have to name it, I will say what she first said. The change is coming. So get ready, plan with us. God ain't playing with us. I'm gonna say it again. God ain't playing with us. It is time out for playtime. It's P R A Y I N G T I. And we praying time. Let's pray it forward. 
so that we can remember who God is. He said, I am he. The woman brought the word of God on tonight. Dr. Wright, do you have any other words you would like to share with us, uh, tell, remind the people about your as well as what you pray us out on tonight? Thank you, woman of God. We have been so um, graced to been so graced to write a book uh, about our path to freedom from victimization and how the Holy Spirit has taught us how to uh, remain safe, not only in him, but as we move through relationships and uh, to access him as the God that heals. That book is called The Last Prescription, The Last Rx. You'll ever need to find that on Amazon, and I thank God. I sincerely thank God with uh, with my whole heart for this platform, for being so encouraging to me as I move through these new places that God has assigned to my life. And uh, with that being said, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, God, that your word has come, God, to cover us and to shield us, God, to those things that would seek to have us compromised. We commit today to be steadfast and to be unmovable in the things that represent your kingdom. God, that we will remember that you are the God that was before any other God. You are the king of every king, and you are Lord of every Lord. God, we also rely on who you have been, not just to us, but others that know. And we commit, God, not to reminisce, not to become over-emotional, but to remember in a way that brings us victory, power, and strength. We thank you for God, and we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good night, everyone.